This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, November 6, 2012. I'm Caleb Brown. After nearly four years in office, it's easily time to evaluate President Obama's pledge to preside over the most transparent administration in American history. The Cato Institute's Jim Harper says the administration has been bested by the U.S. House, controlled by the other party. Jim Harper is author of the new Cato report grading the government's data publication practices, available at Cato.org. On the campaign trail in 2008, President Obama often spoke about transparency and other good government practices uh, to hails of applause and, and cheers because I think people actually really did want those things. And he began his administration putting great effort into transparency, uh, though at the midpoint, not a lot had actually changed. Uh, I realized from watching and participating in many discussions on transparency that the transparency community hadn't actually made clear of what it wants from the administration. Uh, so I set to work on figuring that out, uh, building a bridge from the transparency community over to the administration so that they could deliver the data that people want. And this is a follow-on to a December 2008 event we had here at Cato called Just Give Us the Data. The project involved modeling what the data should look like, that is, figuring out what data is that represents budgeting, appropriating, and spending. What is the data that represents legislation? We weren't only looking at the administration but at Congress as well. What is the data that, that you would need to get a handle on what's going on in the legislative process? Um, along with the modeling, we came up with the publication practices. How do you how do you put out this data in a way that can be used so that it, to, to speak broadly so that the internet can use it. Uh, the internet today is very much about getting access to data. Web 2.0 is, is make the data available, use the data as a platform for building services, apps, websites, etc., and so on and so forth. So, so where is the data from government? It's a basic point. The data publication practices briefly are to have an authoritative source, that is make it so that people know where to get this stuff. Uh, availability, that is putting it online somewhere, complete up all the time, doesn't move around. Machine discoverability, uh, the classic example of that is so, so that a search engine can come find it. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a number of methods of structuring data and their locations and things like that so that, so that the data can be found. And then machine readability, which is uh, interpretability. The structure of the data is internally consistent. It's well, do well documented, et cetera, et cetera. So that's what we need in order to have transparency. Uh, with that, with the modeling and the publication practices in place, you can go and see how well the Congress is doing, how well the administration is doing. And so in a report that uh, came out on Monday, uh, we graded the, uh, the, the data publication, the data that's out there and available. And there's a pair of report cards in this report. One uh, essentially goes into legislative process, which is largely the domain of Congress, and the other is budgeting, appropriating, and spending, which Congress has a little bit of responsibility for, but is mostly the responsibility of the administration. And it was interesting what we found looking at things from this data perspective. Essentially, the Congress is in the lead, and I credited House Republicans for, for uh, actually beating out Obama on transparency, um, perhaps especially because Obama was, was – uh, perhaps oversold his transparency promises in, in 2008. Um, the House has done good things. For example, they have a site called uh, uh, docs.house.gov where they've started to post schedules. So you can see in advance what bills are coming to the House floor and it's published in a way that computers can use. So an automated system can then disseminate what's, what's coming to the House floor. Uh, 
In addition, beta.congress.gov is the coming replacement for the Thomas system, uh, and it holds out a lot of hope for, uh, for improving uh, data access to what's going on in Congress. Meanwhile, despite all the effort and sincere, and sincere effort, let's not, let's not dismiss it, sincere effort on the part of the administration, forward progress really hasn't been forthcoming. The latest project is called the Open Government Partnership, and I don't think it'll do any harm, but it doesn't. It is not going to give access to the public to that core data that we want, going to the deliberations of government, the management of government, and the results of government. So I've been highlighting the fact that there still isn't a machine-readable government organization chart. That is the basic layout of the government. What are the agencies? What's their distinct identifier that computers can use? What are the bureaus beneath them? What are the programs beneath those bureaus? And what are the projects being run out of those programs? None of those are identified in a way computers can use. And that sticks in my craw because that, that's really low-hanging fruit, easily done. And once that data is in place, once that structure is in place for machines to use, all kinds of government oversight programs can, can hang on that. So relatively low grades to the administration versus the House, which is controlled by Republicans. It's perhaps understandable then that Congress would lead any given administration on matters of transparency because uh, the deliberations of Congress, there's no one individual who's going to pay a huge price for uh, hiding that information. Whereas in uh, an administration, uh, you can point to the president for any embarrassing details that have come out uh, relating to what the White House has done or what uh, executive agencies have done? It's a, that's a good question and interesting theory. And, and actually the release of the report has spawned some discussion of the institutional incentives that produce transparency or that don't. And, and that theory is as good as any other really. Some would, some would think that it has to do with the periodicity of elections. The House is more transparent than the administration, which is more transparent than the Senate arguably. But what we've done here really is not look at the institutional incentives. It's, it's a simple, straightforward, just give us the data, data-centric methodology. But I think what's important is that we have a methodology that we're using. Um, there is unfairness in it. Just looking at the data, we don't talk about process. And the loose talk about credit to House Republicans uh, tends to overlook the work of House Democrats. And in fact, House Democrats have consistently worked on transparency. Uh, right now, they don't control. And so the, the quick headline from, from this study is that House Republicans are winning. But that uh, is unfair to, to, to the House Democrats who have put in work on this for years. It, would, it will be unfair, I suppose, if control of the House were to switch. Uh, House Democrats would get credit for the institutional practices of the House. Uh, if control of the presidency were to switch, uh, uh, President-elect Romney would immediately uh, suffer my ire at there not being a machine-readable government organization chart. The point here is just to look at the data, credit whoever, whoever is in charge of publishing that data for good practices, and blame them for bad ones. Jim Harper is Director of Information Policy Studies at the Cato Institute and author of the new Cato Report, Grading the Government's Data Publication Practices, available at Cato.org.